Hello, and welcome back to the Universe Podcast. I'm your host, Tegan Elliott, and today we are joined by me, myself, and I. Um, uh, this is, okay, I'm kind of nervous, which is weird because, I mean, now I feel like I kind of am getting how my guests feel when they come on because they tend to be a little nervous sometimes. Um, I haven't been on like a solo episode, I guess, in a little bit, so... Yeah, I'm here uh, today alone, just because this is to be, okay, I'm not gonna lie, this is a very, like, last minute episode, you guys. Um, It's been a long week. Um, I've had a lot going on with school currently. Um, The next three weeks are gonna be very, very busy. So the episodes are gonna be a little chaotic this week, but um, we're just gonna, we're just gonna roll with the punches here. (laughs) Um, So today I was just gonna talk to you guys about a couple topics. Um, It's probably gonna be a pretty, like, short episode and again I say short but we all know I love to talk um I can ramble I can chat shit uh for a while so my aim is to not do that I'm not gonna ramble too long I hope so getting right into it um let's first talk about pancake day because it was pancake day yesterday because I'm, I'm filming this the night before the episode drops you guys so Tuesday February 21st was pancake day here in England. Now, um, I know that in the US, we do not celebrate Pancake Day. So basically for everyone that doesn't know what Pancake Day is, I thought I'd explain because I really don't know why the Brits celebrate Pancake Day. It's not like in the US where we say like, oh my God, like it's National Pancake Day. Everyone go to IHOP and get a free pancake. You know what I mean? Like, or, oh, it's National Bubble Tea Day. So all bubble places are going to give half off on your boba. Like, it's not like that. Basically, pancake day it's the day before lent so like the beginning of lent um it's like a christian thing so basically uh lent is where jesus basically fasted um and like he didn't eat or drink water or anything for 40 days so the day before lent is um in america you might have heard it being called like fat tuesday um i know we have like mardi gras and stuff like that like all that kind of celebrates and encompasses um shrove tuesday Fat Tuesday. It's the day before Lent starts. Um, basically, you eat all the junk food in your cupboard because the idea of Lent is that you're giving up all of like the sugary things, alcohol. Like you, you, you give up something. So what a lot of people typically do, and at least in my family, like even um, I know like like even people that aren't religious, I know that still choose to give up something as just like a way, I guess, to whether it's like do like a cleanse of sorts or trying to better your life in a way. And this is kind of like a fun way to kickstart it. Um, I know a lot of people that have chosen uh, to give up alcohol for Lent. And uh, I know that there will be ex- exceptions within that. Um, I really haven't chosen anything. I know some people um, on TikTok are seeing that for Lent, people are going to give up saying the word slay, apparently. Um, I feel like slay is such a part of my vocabulary. It really needs to... Um, Exeunt, I guess you could say. It needs, it's, it's gotta go. But um, Pancake Day. So for everyone in America that doesn't know, basically, like I've already said, it's the day before Lent begins. So it's on Shrove Tuesday, um, which marks your period of abstinence of whatever you choose it to be. Um, but normally it's associated with clearing out like your cupboards of like sugary foods. Um, but apparently, according to Standard Magazine, um, like UK standard, I think it's called. Let me double check. Evening standard. There you go. Um, it's basically just, um, it says Shrove Tuesday, like Lent uh, is associated with clearing your cupboards of goods such as sugar, 
um, fats and eggs. So pancakes, um, it says, were traditionally eaten on this day to use up such foods before the 40-day fasting season of Lent began. Some believe the four ingredients used in pancakes may actually represent the four pillars of the Christian faith. Flour as the staff of life, eggs as creation, milk as purity, and salt as wholesomeness. We love some wholesome salt, question mark. <laughs> um, so basically, yeah. So the day is important in the Christian tradition, but Pancake Day is celebrated by, as far as more, everyone I know honestly celebrated Pancake Day in England. Um, and even if you are outside the faith, people still like celebrate. It's like celebrating Christmas, even if you're not a Christian. You know what I mean? People, people still celebrate. People have a good reason to celebrate or make pancakes. So um, what I found was interesting is in the grocery stores, I mean, like it's such a big thing. Like, you know that everyone in the country was either eating pancakes for breakfast, lunch or dinner that day. Um, I know that my, my housemate and I, we made pancake batter for dinner. Um, and in the grocery stores, they had like little sections where everything was like pre-assembled of like they had pancake batter ready like for you to buy along with the toppings. Now toppings, I feel like um in the US when we think pancakes, we think like maple syrup, maybe butter, whipped cream, fruit. That's kind of what I see. It's, it's typical to the movies, to be honest. Um, maybe chocolate syrup. I think I've seen that. Um, but uh, what I found people here did is so the pancakes aren't like the thick like American pancakes because they call those here American pancakes. Shocker. Um, they're more kind of like crepes or crepes. Like they're thinner. Um, you can roll them up kind of like a crepe essentially. Um, but yeah, the toppings typically were like fruit. They all, People also did ice cream. Um, Nutella, peanut butter. My favorite though, 100% was doing lemon juice and caster sugar. Just like white sugar. So good, so clean, so crisp. I love lemon. Um, I'm going through like a lemon kick right now, which is going to bring me to my next point in a minute. But yeah, overall, I know a bunch of people were also flipping the pancake seemed to be a thing. I think it's like, you, you're supposed to flip the pancake. I didn't flip the pancake. I... I was just trying to flip it without it falling apart and breaking. I think I did something wrong with, with my pancakes. Um... But yeah, it's a happy belated Pancake Day, everybody. Um, and if you're in America and you miss Pancake Day, you can still celebrate late. I don't see why not. Um, and make try making like the the, the British pancake. Um, you could just look up a recipe. Um, yeah, it's. I promise prefer them to the American pancakes, but that's because to me, I don't really like American pancakes to begin with. So I'm kind of like already a biased opinion in that regard. Um, yeah. Okay. So I was going to go into why I needed to have vitamin C. Let me like settle in here. Basically, I've been really making sure to have a lot of my vitamin C. I was super prepared to actually like be healthy and everything because I know that I have a lot coming up in the next few weeks. I'm super, super busy. Basically, all the second year film students were filming people's films like back to back to back to back to back. So... Um, you're busy every single day for three weeks, no going out, like you are helping people out on their films and they're helping you as well. So like, it's, you know, you have, you have to help people out to help you scratch my back, all, all scratch yours. That, that's kind of energy that comes to this. Okay. So I knew this was happening. I've been taking my vitamin C. I even, um, started taking zinc 
because it's like helps with your immune support, right? But um, they do say to make sure you uh, have it with food. And I was like, I'll be fine. Like what? Like this little zinc. Like it's not gonna, it's not gonna hurt me. Because it says on the back, it might make you feel nauseous. And I actually never um, thought I would um, feel the nausea I did, in fact, feel before going to my practical. Uh, it was really rough. I did think I was going to throw up, even though I hadn't eaten anything. Um, yeah, so don't take zinc on an empty stomach. PSA. Follow follow the directions on the package. They're not lying to you. Um, but yeah, anyway. So I was very prepared to be healthy like for my immune system's sake and I still got sick there's something going around um I know some people got hit harder than others but I'm thinking part of the reason maybe I didn't get hit hard was because I was so prepared like with my immune system so maybe the zinc nausea was actually useful in the long run well we're just gonna we're just gonna go with that um but so I got sick I had like I felt feverish all day Sunday chills I drank eight bottles of water like um, for people that are looking at me on YouTube, you can see this cute little purple water bottle. At eight of these, I had two cups of black tea with lemon, vitamin C, and honey. Um, I had chicken soup that I'd made. It was like the Greek lemon chicken soup. Y'all know what I'm talking about? Um, I made that like a couple months ago, but I froze a bunch of it. Like for if I got sick, lo and behold, I'm a genius. That like, we are already aware of this. Um, and I had that. So like I had so many liquids trying to just flush this out of my system. Um, and then, yeah, then I felt really dizzy on Monday and part of Tuesday. So I, I don't know what's going on. Um, but other than that, I feel fine. So we're going to hope for the best. But maybe it was brought on by stress. So I'm going to get into a little story um, of something that happened to me last week that made me really, really stressed. So <clears throat> it all started on a Wednesday salvos, <laughs> as it normally does. Um, uh, let's just say I... Uh, wasn't super aware of my surroundings and my belongings um, and may have lost my phone twice. First, I lost it um, in Salvos and the bouncers kindly returned it to me. I was ever so thankful and grateful. And then um, about 20 minutes later, got off the bus and lost it again, which was great. So I, uh, my housemates were calling it frantically, super, super helpful. And the bus driver basically said, like, you can get it at the location. Like, I'll bring it to the office. You can get it tomorrow. I went, great. Cheers. So I got up, um, went to town, like, hungover. Shout out James. He came with me. Um, we, we ran my errands. We went to this place. And so first, it's an office building, but it's, like, high security. You have to, like, buzz in. And I was like, okay, like, oh, this is already kind of weird, especially for York because – you don't really see you never have to be buzzed in anywhere i don't know it was weird so i get buzzed in they 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 let me go up to the first floor um so i walk upstairs with james we're going up and then we go to the little officey thing and the door's like locked we can't even go into the bus's office we just wait outside for like 10 minutes no one's coming out we stop one of the bus drivers and we're like hey um is someone coming out like to give me my phone this and that and i had also looked at um this is very important to the story on my laptop, I have find my iPhone, and they told me that my phone was at this place. I was like, brilliant, beautiful. The bus driver man did not lie to me. Um, slay. Not, not, no, not slay. Happy Lent, everyone. We're going to start saying fetch. <laughs> fetch. Great. Bus driver man ha had my phone. So then I went um, 
and well, I, so I was sitting up there waiting. The next guy comes out, and then I ask him as well, and he's like, "Oh no, like someone's definitely coming." I went, "Okay, cool." A guy comes out. He goes, "All right, what did you lose?" I said, "I lost my phone." Blah blah blah. Purple iPhone. This and that. He goes, "Cool." Um, when did you lose it? And I said, "Last night." And he goes, "Oh, well then it definitely won't be here." And I went, mm, "I mean, like, respectfully, like." I know it's here. Um, like I have my find my iPhone on my laptop. Like it says it's here. He went, no, it it, it isn't. And I'm just kind of like staring at this man dumbfounded, and I'm looking at James, and I'm looking at the man, and I'm like, mm, but I'm really confused because it is question mark. And he goes, no, like if you lost it last night, it's gonna be at our other office on James Street. And I'm like, it's just kind of staring at him dumbfoundedly and hungover, and like. I just wanted to know that also because my ID and my debit card were in my phone case. So this was also stressing me out in the back of my mind. Like if I lose my ID, that's going to be harder to get as well because it's American and then I'm going to have to like figure out how I would get it back internationally. What I might have to carry my passport to the club now. Like my, my mind was going a mile a minute. Okay. So then I'm like stressing and then he he goes, oh, like James Street. And I went, okay. And he's like, do you know, do you know where James Street is? And I said, no. And he goes, oh, do you know York? And I'm like, I turned to this man. I turned to James. I turned back to the man. I'm like, yeah, we actually live in York. Yeah. And he's like, okay, well, it, it, it's over by location XYZ. And I was like, okay, great. And then uh, James and I were leaving and he's like, so are we going to go to James Street? I'm like, no, because I know it's here. Like, I know it. <sighs> I was basically fuming because by my iPhone, it wasn't lying to me. Like, find my iPhone wasn't playing games like this man was. So I was fuming. So, yeah. So then I went to go get um, brunch. We had a delicious sandwich um, and smoothie. So, go me. Um, and then, yeah, so basically, he, the guy had also said to me, he said, if you come back tomorrow, um, it'll be here tomorrow morning. And I was like, cheers, mate. So then um, after my... Um, I had a workshop then that, that, that next morning. So I basically then was able to vent to all of my, um, all of my professors, all of my peers. They all were caught up with my life's saga. Um, they all were, um, really wishing me the best. Um, so then I did email some of the professors to let them know once I did in fact find my phone, ID and debit card intact. They were all very happy for me. Yay. Slay. Nope. Fetch. If I was drinking, maybe I'd make this like a drinking game. Every time Tegan's a slave during Lent, drink. That is my drinking game for you all. If you use this as a drinking game, which I doubt many of you do. Um, so, yeah, that's my little phone story. Um, let's see. Oh, yeah. Okay. Also, I went to this um, event at the uni uh, where they had the previous head of warner brothers uk come in let me check his name real quick okay his name was josh berger um and yeah he was like the former head of um warner brothers uk and he was like one of like the key drivers of the harry potter franchise now this is where things got really interesting so uh, it was at this um i wouldn't say it was it, it was like a master class i guess you could say he basically just had a talk and one of the professors was asking him questions um and uh, he was telling us about current stuff going on with Harry Potter and HBO Max and they basically want to create like new shows and they had new ideas. So he kind of used our cohort, I guess, as an example of 
or a way for him to ask us questions about Harry Potter and about things we were interested in. So he, um, he just asked us, he said, is there anything you do want to see, um, created in the Harry Potter universe? And people said that they wanted to see, you know, more about the Marauders or they wanted to know more about the history of Hogwarts and the, how, like, how it was founded. Um, all super, like, interesting points people had. Um, and then he did say something that no one said, but that, um, Warners was trying to create, um, is, a a reboot TV show of Harry Potter where you follow like Ron, Harry, Hermione. And it'd be like a reboot essentially. And he's like, is this something people think is a good idea? And no one really said anything for a minute. And then people started like raising their hands, including myself. And like my point was, I don't think there should be a reboot of Harry Potter because I think there are too many reboots of things nowadays. Um, Harry Potter also wasn't that long ago and I feel like the current generation still has such strong ties to the films that there's no need. It isn't like this is an old film series that's been forgotten about or that's been neglected or needs love. Like I do think that yes it would be profitable if they made this show um, and someone had a point they said um, you'd get a lot of views on the first episode as like people would hate watch it and then no one else would watch it ever again. I obviously yeah you still have fans that would like watch the show anyway good or bad but I don't think it's something that needs to be recreated it's not that old um I think it's too early I think there are other stories within the universe that can be explored I think there's so many characters um so many new characters you can create um that need not need to be explored but that could be explored if the Harry Potter universe wanted to be expanded upon um, someone else made a val- uh, like not a valid, but like a good point, um, which is still valid, um, saying that if you were to create a show about Harry Potter, Hermione, and Ron again, that don't make it about them and their perspective, but make it, if you're going to do it during the times that Harry, Ron, and Hermione were all in school and basically those seven years in Hogwarts, then do it from the perspective of another character, maybe, if you were to do the TV show, the TV show, I don't know if... Maybe if you were to do the whole series, but from like Neville's perspective, even though I I think if you did a new character's perspective, if you were still really clinging on to like, no, we have to do it during those seven years at Hogwarts, then yeah, I would definitely do a different character's perspective. Don't make it all about Harry um, because we, we his story has been told. That is my opinion on the situation. I thought this was super interesting, though, and I felt like as a cohort, we kind of were giving feedback that's... It might be then impacting the industry. I thought that was really, really cool. Because um, at the end of the day, you know, like us film students, like we are going to be the future of the industry. We're going to be doing stuff. So that's really exciting. Okay. I did also want to talk a little bit about the idea of solo travel, but wait, not just like solo travel in general. The idea that, so I had a conversation with my friend, um, Jaya, shout out Jaya. And also then shout out, I had the same conversation with my friend Rubia about if people didn't have social media, if social media didn't exist, do we think people would still want to solo travel or travel in general? I think there's a big group of people in the world that travel purely so they can post it on social media. And this was just a really interesting conversation and something really interesting to think about. I mean, when I went to Tromso to go see the Northern Lights, the Aurora Borealis, like to go see it, there were two girls on like our little bus trip to go see the lights that were in these cute outfits. Um, don't get me wrong. They were, 
I was going to say slaying, but like fetching doesn't work either. They were giving great energy and they looked cute. How about that? <laughs> um, and they uh, were there for the photo op and I felt like you're not here to see the lights. And it was so annoying though, especially because seeing the lights, it, this is a, a once in a lifetime trip, honestly, unless like you make it a big point in your life to go see it more than once. Like it is a big deal trip. And these girls were taking pictures with their flash constantly. And I'm like, for your eyes to adjust to the darkness, to be able to see the lights better, you can't, like, you can't be, like, seeing lights and the no lights constantly and, like, making your eyes adjust because it'll never fully adjust to the darkness. Like, your eyes need to sit in the darkness for a while to be able to fully see it and to fully adjust. So then I was getting frustrated with these girls because I was like, turn up, just turn off your fucking phone turn it off. I was really getting frustrated um, because we also had paid a lot of money to be here and uh, it was like you are here for the photo op. You are not here because you want to be here. That being said though, I am also not going to put myself on a pedestal to say I don't take pictures when I travel, like not for social media. You know what I mean? Like I, I do do that as well. Like when I travel, I take pictures and I'm like, this is going to look really cute on my like photography account or this is going to look really cute um, on my Instagram slide thing. However, when I travel, I don't travel for the social media pictures, if that makes sense. And I'm not saying that like, oh, I'm, I'm the only one. I'm so special. But I feel like if you find yourself traveling or if you find yourself on a trip and then in a moment you're like oh I'm gonna take this because I need that perfect Instagram shot kind of take a moment and be like why am I here what am I doing am I am I really enjoying this experience and I have to ask myself this too sometimes like if I um no I find it when I hike which you would think it'd be the opposite but when I um like because you're in nature and you're really so you're really a part of something bigger than yourself you're trying to connect with the earth you would think that then that's not the time that you're trying to think social media right but that if I ever find myself feeling it most it's then it's not in a coffee shop it's not when I'm in a city it's like when I'm hiking that I'm like oh I want to take a, 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 a cute picture like to put on the snapchat story with my friend while we're hiking and I'm like that's the opposite setting you'd think that's but that's where I find myself and I'm like Tegan like put the phone away put it away look at the earth. It is beautiful. So um, that was just an interesting thought I had and I wanted to just bring to your guys' minds, would you travel if social media did not exist? Fun question to think about. Um, yeah, other than that, uh, life has just been kind of crazy. Um, I know I've said that a lot, um, but I mean, while I was sick, hey, I, um, ooh, I watched Perfect Match. How many of you guys seen that? It's this new show on Netflix. It's a reality show, so if you don't like reality, like, this isn't gonna be your thing. I started watching it because it had a bunch of people, um, from shows that I've already seen, like, Too Out to Handle, The Circle, um, people from, the, like, The Mole, which I haven't seen, and Love is Blind, which I hadn't seen, um, and I thought it was cool because then they get all like the hot single people from those shows to come on to this show and then see if like if they can find their perfect match and uh, it's basically a way to see characters that you're already familiar with so that's what I liked about it um but things got really dramatic so while I was sick I just binged the first four episodes of that and now I think the first four episodes are out for this week as well so I'm gonna be checking those out um other than that 
Maybe, maybe I'll start doing like a little film student check. Like what has Tegan watched recently? Um, it is better than that. I promise. I also watched um, The Grand Budapest Hotel by Wes Anderson the other day. Um, that was quite good. I was obsessed with the coloring and the set design. I think everyone lauds that when they watch this film. I mean, how can you not? That it, It's just so masterfully done. And I want to know how long did that take to make those sets? It's insane to me. I want to know how Wes Anderson's mind works. Like, it's insane. I think people should watch it. Just, like, if you really are in that kind of mood. Like, sometimes, like, I'm in a mood to watch a film for the music. Or sometimes in a mood to watch a film for the cinematography. Or for the color. Or for the set. Or for the costume. Or for the storyline. Hopefully storylines not all of those. You know what I mean? Um, but, no. Definitely, I recommend. Yeah. It, it, it is worth the hype. Um... And then I also watched How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days, which I, okay, I did not realize that this was such like a well-loved movie. So when I was looking up like rom-coms to watch and this was one of them and I was like, oh, cool. I was expecting like another like mid-tier rom-com. Um, I loved it. And I also didn't know it was based in Seattle. So this threw me for the biggest loop. I was like, oh my God, Seattle, what the heck? Why is it based here? And it having like two sisters that are very different. Of course, it reminded me of like me with my sisters. So like it's really relatable. If you also like have you have sisters, um, so cute in Seattle. And of course, you could tell it was filmed during the summer. It's like beautiful weather, no rain. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Um, and then um, there's the scene where they're playing paintball in a park, um, and. Uh, it's Gasworks Park for anyone that like is from Seattle. It's Gasworks Park. And I'm like, oh my God, like there are no like scary drug addicts scaring, like running after you through the park. Like, cause it was filmed in what? The nineties question mark? Um, early two thousands? I think nineties. I think nineties. I'm gonna look it up here. Look at me. I'm actually going to get info for you guys. How to lose. Oh, God, in 10 days. 2003. Look at me go. It was how to do the guy. Right? Am I crazy? <gasps> you guys, I'm really stupid. It's not how to lose a guy in 10 days. It's 10 things I hate about you. <laughs> As you can tell, I really had never heard of this movie before I watched it. Um, so yeah, there you have it. It's called 10 Things I Hate About You, Not How to Lose a Kind of News. That's a different film um, with Matthew McConaughey that I've been, that I have seen, yes. Um, but I had yeah, never seen 10 Things I Hate About You. I wonder, did I start with that title and did I interchange it? I don't know. Mm, hmm. Wow, that was, really, that was really embarrassing. But you know what? I'm not going to cut that. I'm going to keep that to show that even amazing people, like the coolest people like me, can make mistakes. Um, Yeah, on that wonderful note, I am going to edit this. I'm going to upload it to everything, schedule it for when now you all are listening to it. I'm sure right promptly at drop at 9 a.m. Um, GMT at a Thursday. Um, and... I'm going to go. And I'm going to go to bed. Yeah. Um, so happy Thursday, everyone. And uh, I hope you all have a great weekend. I know it's going to be my last weekend of freedom before 
filming. But filming's gonna be fun. It isn't like prison, okay? Like, yeah, I'm gonna have a good time, but it is gonna just be a busy three weeks. So we will see um how episodes go for the next three weeks. So just stay tuned on that. Um, but then it'll be spring break and I'm excited. So yeah. Okay. Bye everyone. Happy Thursday.